Hi, this is Tram Rocky and welcome to our podcast. I know we're still in lockdown, but I thought today we would talk about Greek islands. Probably everybody has heard of the Greek islands and maybe it's some of your dream destinations. But really, I hadn't thought a lot about them before our trip. So our first trip to Greece really happened by accident. We were going to Europe in peak season and we were booking late. So that meant the fares from Australia were going to be high. I'm talking about about two and a half thousand dollars each on the high season. And we normally only pay about fifteen hundred in the off season. So that was quite a hike. While I was hunting around for fares, I discovered that Scoot Airlines could take us to Greece for around the same price, but in business class, which has now actually been rebadged as Scoot Plus. Smaller front cabin, larger seats, a 30 kilo luggage allowance, and we were sold. And we were on the way from Singapore to Athens. I really had no idea what to do next. Have you any idea how many Greek islands there are? Actually, there's around 6,000, but only 227 or so are inhabited. Okay, so the next thing was, how do you buy boat tickets to get to these islands? And given that we were traveling for a week or so, which to choose, where to go, and how long from? I must confess, I took the easy way out for the tickets and purchased a Eurail Greek Islands Pass. For around $200 for both of us, we had five ferry trips. And then I just booked the ferries online and we picked up the tickets when we got to Piraeus. Piraeus, for those that don't know, is the port of um, Athens. So it's the um, port city that you leave from. Okay, so our ferry trips were actually on the Blue Star Ferry and it was the um, Paros boat. So for all of the ferry trips, it was exactly the same boat. I didn't realise how huge these ferries are. We're used to catching the ferry across to the islands in Scotland or we've caught ferries in Singapore, we've caught ferries in Australia. These ferries are massive. They're about eight storeys high and it was a little bit confusing and a little bit intimidating. We didn't really understand the seating system or why so many people were actually huddled in the corridors sitting on shaky little wooden seats when there were so many comfortable seats in the other cabins. Then we discovered that our ticket actually didn't cover those comfortable seats. And so we too were huddled in the walkway as people shuffled past. So be careful about what type of ticket you buy and where you're going to sit. You can sit outside for the same class of ticket. So we could have sat outside, but it was quite windy. And we were on our first trip was a longish trip. And so it wasn't really ideal for us. So we selected the Cyclades Islands. No reason whatsoever other than it seemed to make sense because we could go for three islands in a row um, on the same ferry and we chose the furthest away first and then we gradually headed back towards the Greek mainland. No other reason for choosing these but then when I mentioned to my daughter that we were going to Mykonos she got very very excited and said that's where all the celebrities go so I guess we chose quite well. We left Piraeus early in the morning, about 7am. Our ferry took a little bit longer than we expected and we arrived after about 2pm into Mykonos. And there's actually a new port and an old port and we were staying in the old port area. So you catch a little sea bus. It was like two euro, wasn't very, very expensive. And it just takes about 10 minutes to get you into the old port. Uh, We were staying in the town, um, the main part of Mykonos called the Chora. And we stayed in the Manta Hotel, which is a cute and authentic Greek hotel. We were warmly welcomed and we were treated as treasured guests while we were there. Mykonos is absolutely beautiful. 
It's full of Instagram shots as many people were taking advantage of. So the white buildings and the contrast between the blue sky and everything. It's ideal. You can choose whatever outfit you want and you're going to look stunning. Uh, we walked around on this trip. So for Mykonos, we didn't hire a car. But I think if we'd stayed longer, we definitely would have wanted to because, you know, it's a little bit of a way if you want to see around the island and things like that. Um, so I think it would have been a great opportunity and I'd recommend that. The windmills look just as amazing as they do in the photographs. So when you see all those Greek calendars and things like that and you see the Santorini windmills or the Mykonos windmills, they actually look just as stunning close up. Um, one thing that we really liked was the sea washes up right to the edge of the island which of course it would, that sounds really silly, but you don't realize that they're built right to the edge of the island. So the sea is actually washing up against the, the restaurants and things that line the coast. So it's pretty amazing. Um, Mykonos was our first introduction to the blue of Greece. So it may be a bit of a cliche to say the blue of Greece, but it is amazing. The buildings are all white. Then you have the sky in this amazing blue with the ocean and then many of the roofs of the buildings and the doors and things like that are also painted in this beautiful, beautiful colour of blue. Mykonos was also our first introduction to the gyros or gyros. I'm not 100% sure how you say it, but it's basically like a little takeaway meal wrapped up in a pit of bread. So um, it has chips inside it, which was, you know, like a chip butty, I guess, for some people, but very, very nice and nice and easy for us to order as well. Okay, we left Mykonos and we hopped onto the ferry for about an hour. And we remember we we're coming back towards the Greek mainland and we went to Tinos. So our first trip to Tinos, oh my goodness, what we encountered absolutely took our breaths away. We'd forgotten what our eyesight was for when we encountered the most beautiful, expansive views on Tinos. The whole time we were there, every few seconds, we were pointing out to each other some beautiful view or other. It's just a stunning island. We stayed in the most perfect spot. We were overlooking the harbour and our host, George, from the Avro Hotel, picked us up from the ferry and the supermarket was also within walking distance so we could go and buy our um, lunches and picnics and things like that right next door. Um, the delights of Tinos varied and lots and lots of choices. So we walked up to the church of the Pangria Mela which is the center of the pilgrimage for many of the Greek Orthodox. And I do apologize for my pronunciation there. It's probably way off. Um, amazing. So as you're going up the road, the side of the road is lined with red carpet and many of the pilgrims will be carrying, well, they, they go on their knees, first of all, and then they'll be carrying candles and things like that. Um, and at the top, of course, is the magnificent church. One thing that I thought was interesting is the holy water, which... Um, for some people they put it on their their faces and you know do the signs of the cross and things like that but the Greeks were drinking the holy water so that was a little bit of a surprise beautiful beautiful church so the next day though we hired a car and this was my first time driving in Greece so it was a bit of a challenge I can assure you um, we headed out of Tinos town there aren't many large settlements out of the main main town um, so the beauty and natural attractions became the stars on the printed canvas of Tinos. It was just, just so stunning. I can't describe it. It was pretty warm and windy when we visited, which both of us loved. Um, we spent time on a hilltop monastery and then we drove to Panorama Beach, which was about 34 kilometers from the main town. 
the swimming was amazing. The sea seems to be saltier than the sea in Australia. And so floating was definitely the order of the day. Um, it wasn't mobbed by sun seekers and had just the right amount of people and space to make it enjoyable. So sometimes it is nice to have an empty beach. Sometimes it's nice to have a full beach, but these beaches were just the right amount. It was just enough to have an atmosphere without feeling that you were, you know, jostling for space and everything like that. Um, so really, this was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> you can say your weddings, you can say your children being born, but for me, visiting Tinos was just an amazing experience. We explored most of the island in that day and our car hire assistant, the person we hired the car from, had written on the Tinos map where we should go. But basically all roads led back to Tinos town. So even without a sat-nav, there was no chance that we were going to get lost. The roads, of course, drive on the right-hand side. They're very twisty and bendy and sometimes on the side of hills and the side of mountains. It definitely brings out the adventure in you to tackle this. It was very exciting. The other thing we didn't see a lot of once we left the main town was petrol stations. So make sure you have a full tank before you set off because you don't want to be caught short outside. Very, very different scenery. So, of course, you've got the magnificent coastal scenery. Um, in the inland parts of the island, there was lots of stones and rocks and things like that. Churches everywhere. So you pretty much, you can't go more than a kilometre, I would say, without finding an, an adorable little church. If I'm feeling down, I can think back to this day, this one jewel of a day, and it brings my mood up. On the day in Tinos, I felt both like a conqueror and apprentice. A conqueror is added to my driving skills, and an apprentice who's seen the beauty of Tinos for the first time and needs to see more to become a master. I would definitely love to come back to this island. So once we left Tinos, our final island on this trip was the capital of the Cyclades, which is Syros. And we actually intended to spend more time in the, the capital uh, uh, at Syros, but circumstances and a triathlon dictated that we stay out of the main Chura and we explored some of the quieter destinations of Syros instead. So we stayed in the beautiful seaside resort town of Galiseus. And again, sorry about my pronunciation. Our apartment at the Ventura Apartments was one of eight and it was just absolutely perfect for our vacation. We had fresh breakfast served on our patio every morning with fresh Greek breads, wild honey, yogurt and everything else to delight our taste buds. Then we went down to the beach which was within walking distance of our hotel although we did actually have a hire car which we hired through Ventura Apartments as well. We spent most of our time at the beach or we also had a spa in the hotel and we, we stayed there as well. Really, Syros was one of those places that if you want to switch off and get away, this was the place to do it because it was so relaxed, so holiday-like and very, very pleasant place to stay. So our first experience of the Greek islands, they blew my mind and really I can't wait to go again. I've got to get down on that 227 list. So that's three down, 224 to go. Thank you for listening. This is Tram Rocky. Hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.